Hello and welcome. It's Mark. It's Trucking Answers, the podcast. Welcome back, everyone. I am here with my co-host, Gracie, in all of her orange glory. And today, I want to announce that we have 41 countries now listening to the podcast through all of their ear holes all around the world. They don't have to look at me, and most people appreciate that. I think today, the last country that joined us is Panama. One download in Panama. Oh, yeah. We're taking over Panama one person at a time. If anybody from all these countries would write to me, I'd love to hear from you. Hey, there's an announcement from the manhole. It's Christmas at the manhole coming up. The decorating committee has been hard at work, bending over backwards, getting all the decorations ready. They've been very hands-on about everything there. They wanted to let you know that there'll be Yule Logs for everyone if you'll just come down on Christmas. Lots of candy canes to give out. And remember, there's something for everyone at the manhole. Santa will be there as well, so be sure to sit on his lap and get your wish. That's the manhole sponsoring today's show. So I want to talk about something I just heard about in the news, and it does relate to trucking some, because we're going to have, by the way, we're going to have some trucking news, an automotive news update from this podcast, and yet another reason why we are not on Mars. You know why we're not on Mars? It's right there, because there's a bunch of idiots here that take all of our tax dollars and make us support them. And so that's why we can't get there, even though there's a lot of land. So that will be uh, coming up later in the show. Today, let's talk about something that was in the news. And uh, we're not getting off on any kind of weird tangent, okay? So just follow me here for a moment, if you would, please. And that is going to relate right to what is going on. So uh, here we go. I also, besides trucking, I also like to talk about freedom. And so in Illinois, of all places... In the rotunda of the state capitol, they have displays. People can put up displays this time of year. Do you know what is up in there? A nativity scene. Okay, is there any problem with that? No, because right next to it, no, this is what was in the news, the Church of Satan has a display up. Yes, they have what can only be described as a creepy-looking creature in their display, and um, so they're having a display right there as well. And here's the real problem with it. The problem isn't the display, because like the attorney general of the state of Illinois said, amazingly, that, hey, we're the government. We can't have a comment on anything. We don't get to censor or have a viewpoint on what is displayed. If people want to have a display, they can have a display. All right. But who's mad? The people that put up the nativity. They're mad. The Christian side is mad. In fact, a bishop from the Catholic Church came down there and said, hey, These people, meaning the Church of Satan, should not be allowed to have a display here or anywhere in public, anywhere in the United States. And I thought to myself, hey, did we lose World War II and somebody didn't tell me? Um, Because that was a problem then about religious things, wasn't it? Here's the thing, and here's how this relates to today, which is everybody has a viewpoint and everybody can have that viewpoint in public, in a public place. We don't silence viewpoints because we don't like them, because they're distasteful to us, because we personally find them offensive. That's not how it works here in the United States. Maybe some people, including that bishop, need to go back to school because the reason that bishop gets to have his display there is the same reason the Church of Satan gets a display. 
the Constitution. And that's why we don't silence other views, no matter what they are about. It's easy to stand up when you're the majority and have your view heard. The problem is when you are not the majority, if you have a viewpoint outside of what would be considered normal, what would be considered the majority view, you can't be heard because the majority likes to silence you. So everyone should stand up for all people's right to speak about whatever subject they like to speak in public about it, of course, without being, uh, you know, have fear that some person uh, in power will go to the government and say, hey, you know what that person, you know what they're saying? It offends me personally. So I want you, the government, to go shut them up. That's not how this country works about this religious display, about anything else that's going on in the country. We shouldn't be doing that. If people have an opposing viewpoint. They can have an opposing viewpoint. But you don't go to the government and say, you know what? Shut that person up. You don't have you know, a social media site like these larger sites, not like the podcast, but other social medias where they say, you know what? Your viewpoint doesn't match our viewpoint. And so, you know, we're just not going to allow that. That's that kind of thing is not what the country's about. That's not how free speech works. I suppose if you're a private individual, that's one thing. But in any public space, public space like the rotunda at the Illinois State Capitol, we get to have all viewpoints, even if you find it distasteful. And it doesn't matter which side of it you're on. You could believe one, the other, or neither. Really, you should still support both of their rights to be there, right? Congress shall make no law. And so you don't get to go to your local government and say, you know what? Go arrest that person. What they're saying offends my sensibilities. It doesn't matter if it offends your sensibilities. Be offended, okay? Too bad. Be offended because someday... You don't want to become the minority, which sometimes happens. Your viewpoint then becomes the minority, and guess what? They shut you up. Is that how we want to do it? No. So we have to support everybody in the things that they say. And then we can consider what they say, and we can either accept it or not ourselves. But we don't get to shut them up. That's not how it works here about any subject that's going on in public and public discourse. You want to have a lively discourse about things. How else will we learn things? If we only get the one single viewpoint, that's not how anything should work. Here's one viewpoint and this is what you have to know. How about all the other viewpoints? Oh, we shut all them up years ago. No, I think we won World War II and so everybody gets their say in public. So perhaps I'll send that bishop, I wish I knew who it was, I would send him a copy, you know, a pocket constitution, because, uh, you know, that's how we stay free. And that's just my opinion on freedom, right? Support everybody's right to speak in public, no matter if they offend you or not. Be offended. So and just a little trucking news here today, because I don't know when people will listen to this due to uh, the holiday, a lot of people home and everything. There was a 100 truck pileup in Wisconsin. Did everybody see this? Oh, my gosh. The video of it and pictures. Incredible incredible four words here's the thing about that why it wasn't 100 trucks it was 100 vehicles it was the majority of it was trucks why are we all running into each other why are 70 trucks running into each other can we space out i don't know how many times i've said this and some people are saying well it was black ice it was all slippery and bad weather why are we so close to each other 
If you cannot stop before hitting a vehicle in front of you, if they stop, even if it's on the interstate, that is following too close or going too fast for conditions, okay? Space it the heck out. I see this all the time. Keep it spaced out, would you please? These big accidents, you know, this doesn't give the industry any kind of better image either. It doesn't help anybody, you or anybody else, much less, uh, you know, your delivery appointment, because that's what I was here will mark. These people probably had a delivery appointment. All right. Do you think they made their delivery appointment? <laughs> it took them most of the day to clear the trucks out of the wreck. And you may get fired even for that. Always take the safe route. Always. Meaning, if you believe it's unsafe, park. Okay. No matter what your company says. No matter what a bishop from the Catholic Church in Illinois says. No matter anything. Right. No matter moon spots. It doesn't matter. If you think it's unsafe, you park. I don't care what you tell your company to get bent. Okay, just as simple as that, because ultimately you'll pay the price for this. Now, fortunately, in this, there weren't any big, uh, you know, serious injuries, but it could easily turn into death and destruction on the roads, you know, blood on the highways, basically. And that's no good for anybody, for your job, for the people that get hurt or anything else like that. So let's uh, let's put this to uh, to bed at the moment. I want to zap right over to Toyota. If you remember on a recent uh, Trucking Answers podcast, we talked about Toyota that's going to be charging you a monthly fee to use Remote Start. Well, there's more news on this, and I believe that my podcast is the main reason that Toyota may reconsider this. That's just my thought on it. First off, I didn't realize, because there was a big article from Toyota about it, that people who've been remote starting their Toyotas, it's not a thing that Toyota accepts, to be honest with you. And in fact, they showed in the owner's manual that's not allowed if you press the lock button apparently on toyota's three times it'll remote start your car okay well toyota says look that's a hack that's not supposed to work and that's the deal with that now i haven't really had any toyotas i don't have a lot of foreign cars i was thinking about that today i had a datsun 310 gx which was a foreign make right and um I, my metro i had for a while which is actually a suzuki swift we had a Mercury Villager, which is a Nissan Quest, but that was made in Tennessee. Otherwise, it's mostly been American, you know, brands and made cars. And so, you know, Toyota, to me, kind of boring personally. You know, they don't get uh, the last decent Toyota might have been an MR2 supercharged, something like that for some time. I'm kind of a large sedan person. So for me, probably Avalon would be the car, even though they just stopped making them. You know, I, look, I like large cars and I cannot lie. Okay, it's just as simple as that. So, <laughs> uh, Avalon would be my kind of Toyota. But, um, you know, what Toyota says now is they're going to reconsider the charge. Do you know why? They said they were dumbfounded by how many people were upset about it. Really? Huh. Really? So, I'm going to go in and pay $30,000, $70,000 for Land Cruiser and they going to charge me $8 a month? for something that doesn't involve them at all because it was from your key fob. It wasn't the remote from the app. It was to use your key fob. They were going to disable it in the computer remotely in the car until you paid. And so Toyota, apparently, they said they were just caught way off guard. They can't believe how much pushback there's been on it. And so they're going to reconsider it. They actually didn't say that they would end it. They said they will reconsider it. All right. So keep that in mind. It may stay on there. They may just try to let this die down. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm not paying 8000 a month for the remote to start. I think that kind of thing should just work. It's in your key. If you don't want to pay for the app, 
That's one thing. Ford app, it's free. I do not pay for the app on the Sonic because it's $19.95 a month. So for me, not worth it. I don't pay it. I get that, but it's still remote starts from the fob. All right. So that's what Toyota should do as well. I would like to see them continue to do that. Hopefully, because they probably listen to this podcast, that's probably what brought them to this decision. They're like, oh, well, if Trucking Answers doesn't like it, then wow, I can't believe we're probably not going to do it. So that's the story with Toyota at the moment. I don't want to bring a reason we're not on Mars. The planet is so close, yet it's so far away. There's so much acreage. I mean, we can open up um, organic farming and all these other things over there, but yet we just can't get there because we're spending all this money to house people here. So we go to Derbyshire, England. Yes, Derbyshire. I know I have some listeners there. So if you know this person, uh, please write to me and tell me. So there's a dude there living in a probably very wet basement due to the water level. And it's all cinder block. And he has a light hanging from a string with beads of water dripping off of it. He's sitting on a metal folding chair and has a card table with a black and white TV watching Benny Hill reruns. And he's sitting there thinking to himself, you know what, self? You know what, self? That's pretty good right there. I don't want to do too much of that and get any kind of copyright with the queen or whatever. So he says, look, I need some money. Dudes always need money. Isn't that something? How do dudes that need money get women? That's what I want to know. All right. Hey, women, the dude needs money. Go look for another dude. Anyways, that's just Mark's marriage advice for the day. He says, I need some money, but I need a disguise. <laughs> All right. Now we're thinking. Now we're thinking. Not like the guy calling the bank. This guy's smart. Thinking ahead. So he puts on a disguise and heads over to KFC, everybody's favorite English chicken joint. And he climbs through the drive through and robs the till, as they call it, over there and puts the money in his red sack because he is dressed as Santa Claus in honor of this time of year. Yes, he's in full Santa garb. Now, why does he have this in his dank basement? No idea what he does with this on his other time. Perhaps he could make money as a Santa at the mall. Do people still go to the mall? I don't know. Just me over there, I guess, at uh, Forever 21. Uh, just to get some clothes. Anyhow, so he stuffs it in there and it pops out of the window. And I don't know, he may leave on a sled. They didn't say. Police released a description of a man with a red hat, red jacket, red trousers, and black boots and full beard, white beard, which presumably was just hooked on him. And there is video evidence of him looking just like Santa. He got away so far. They have not caught him as of this taping because at the time of year, I mean, they could be anywhere. You just go run in. There's like hundreds of people uh, apparently dressed like that. So it's a possibility. Maybe there was a Santa convention in town. I don't know. The police commented this is probably just a bad elf dressed as Santa, which is kind of funny because uh, I don't know how many kids are reading this. No idea. Either way. This guy got away with about 227 quid, as it said, which is a lot of money to have in a register. Uh, I know here, if you like more than 20 bucks U.S., they fire you. So I don't know why they had so much money in the register. Either way, he got away with the money, and they are looking for someone dressed as Santa. That's kind of not a great description because 
I don't know if you know this, but once you get home, you can take that Santa off and just wear regular clothing. There's no good picture of his face either because of the large white beard. I thought that was pretty clever. Of all the people uh, that we've had lately on here, this dude might be the uh, the best dude because he got away so far. Now, that doesn't last you long. Over there, everything's quite expensive relative to to a couple of hundred um, you know pounds, but still, it's the idea. It's the idea. There's always some dude that needs money and knows how to go get a few, uh, you know, a little bit of money right then. If you know of anyone dressed in a Santa suit that has recently climbed through a KFC drive-thru, please let your local police department know. I want to thank everybody for being here on the show. 41 countries and growing. And uh, be sure to get to uh, the manhole over the holidays. They've got a present that they want to give you. So uh, be sure to uh, be sure to get down there. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the holiday and we will be back soon with another podcast.